It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Victims and Villains. Uh, we are your Marvel correspondents. I'm Alan. I'm Josh. What's up, man? Not much, man. I really like what you have going on with a J.J. Abrams lens flare on your webcam right now. It, it's it's pretty oh, cool. Oh, no. Do I have, is it really bad? It's not really bad. It's, it's kind of cool. I'm going to... I'm a... I'm not a. I don't want to get copywritten uh, with the with the lens flare. You he know, so. he can't. We're talking Marvel. It's not like anyone from Star Trek's going to see this. Um, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. How are you? How are you doing? Good, man. Good. It's a Monday, so you know as good as you can be on a Monday. Um, I'm in crunch mode, getting things ready for New York, and um, I'm freaking out about that. But yeah. uh, otherwise, uh, you know. Doing well, doing well. I, I know you're excited to see me, but you don't need to freak out about that. Uh, I know. I, I really am. I really am excited. Just in case, in case you're listening or watching and want to know what we're talking about, Josh and I will be at New York Comic Con. Uh, so you can stop by our booth and stop by his booth and come say hi to us. Yeah, 1937 is the booth. 1937. Uh, yep. So yeah, we've got, there's a lot of Marvel stuff that we're going to talk about to uh we're just gonna get caught up because it's been a while since there's been a marvel movie uh d23 was this weekend there's a lot of things marvel news to get to but before that i figured we we talk a little bit about the big marvel show that the internet is talking about and that's she hulk uh we're four episodes in so about halfway through the show's first season mm -hmm. what are you thinking of she hulk so far so far um, I think it's I you know for me it's it's uh, the odd episodes are good and the even episodes are not as good. I really liked the first episode, thought that was great. Um, I had heard that the show was gonna be like, you know, not forty minute episodes or forty five minute episodes. Um, I think they've been anywhere between twenty and and twenty eight minutes so far. But the first episode I really really liked. Um, I liked the interaction between her and the Hulk. Um, you know, I understood that it was a TV show, so they had to get right into it. So literally a yeah. drop of blood and she's all of a sudden the Hulk. But I did really, I did really appreciate it. And I love the Ally McBeal-esque uh, uh, tone of it all. I, I, I love that show growing up and I love law shows in general. Like I just binged all of Suits. Um, well, all the important seasons of Suits, uh, I, I, I just love, I love law stuff. So okay, I dig that. Um, and then the third, let's see, the third episode was the uh, the Abomination episode, uh, court episode. Mm -hmm. and I thought that was really great, Megan the Stallion and everything. I thought it was, I thought it was good. I'm not saying the other episodes are shit. I just think they're less good. Yeah, like everyone seemed. They, I seem to have the opposite reaction to some of the internet to the show. Like I was okay with She-Hulk twerking. I didn't really care for Madison with a Y, but not where you think it would be. Um, yeah, I was annoyed. I was annoyed by her. I mean, <laughs> I was annoyed by everything in episode four for some reason. I don't know why. 
Not Wong. Please tell me you weren't annoyed by Wong. I was annoyed that Wong thought he needed She-Hulk. Like, when he was like, She-Hulk, I need you. I'm like, of all the people you could call, you called her to just, what, grab him out of the air? Like, the the Sorcerer Supreme couldn't handle that on his own? I mean, he, uh, he paid that retainer, so I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Um, sure. yeah, so we'll get, we'll deep dive into She-Hulk once the show ends here in mm. probably about another month or so. I, uh, which is fine if we want to speculate, but I have avoided trailers. I know they dropped, uh, like a mid-season trailer for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I felt like the least I know about it, the more likely I'll enjoy it. So I don't even know if there's like a teaser at the end for the next week of She-Hulk, but they're so short and I don't like want to know. So um, okay. I usually watch them like as soon as they drop and and I don't know anything about them and that has kind of helped me enjoy them more. H- have you have you been watching the post-credit scenes though? I've been watching the post-credit scenes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's all there that's all there is. Um yeah, I saw they dropped the trailer too. I've avoided it because I saw everything I saw from the original trailers I've pretty much seen in the show except for something except that's cut yeah, except for yeah. except except for Mr. Murdoch, uh, attorney mm-hmm. at law. Um, so, but I'm looking forward to him. We'll talk about him a little bit later in the show. Um, sure. But actually, we can talk about him a little bit now because I saw a thing that came into theaters that had a little bit more Matt Murdoch, uh, and that's Spider-Man: No Way Home, the more fun stuff edition. Uh, yeah, great. I went to see this. They added 11 minutes into the film. Uh, nine of which I enjoyed, um, but I, I'm pretty sure I've seen all those 11 minutes on clipped out versions on YouTube and Twitter. I've seen a lot of the clips probably. Uh, So unless I've missed something, but uh, yeah, how was it overall? I think it's a better, it's a better sequel to homecoming and no way or far from home because it ties back into the high school stuff a little bit more in that first act. So you get to see him interacting with his teachers and in uh, classmates in class. Um, there's more of the high school stuff, part of which like I didn't need. Like there's a whole montage of Betty Brant interviewing teachers and students and Peter, and that seemed a little bit repetitive for me, and I, I that took me out of it. But everything else that they added into this movie or uh, extended, I enjoyed, and I, I didn't think it really took away from anything. Um, was it all extensions? Because I heard that they did take some things out and the, just replace them with some alternate stuff. Was there anything that you were like, oh yeah, they took that out of this guy? There's a scene with Matt Murdock and Happy Hogan when Peter is taking all of the villains to Happy's loft, like Happy's apartment. Uh, the And it makes a lot more sense seeing it in this version. Like when the camera goes to like the security camera for no reason. And then you see the guys walk in that's happy watching it on his phone while he's in a meeting with his lawyer and damage control. So, and then like, so you get a little bit more Matt Murdoch. You you understand why happy is freaking out about these guys coming into his house. Mm -hmm. Um, and more John Favreau is never a bad thing in my opinion. Um, yeah. But was there anything in the theatrical cut that was removed from this new cut? that you that you saw uh there was one bit of music that changed um because there's like a michael giacchino's like guitar thing that felt weird when uh ned and mj come to the sanctum and are getting set up to help peter like there's a weird guitar thing uh they were they extend that scene and replace the music with monster mash which is also a weird choice but it worked for me it's more fun yeah um it worked for me it was i saw this at a drive-in so it was kind of dark to see like if i didn't know what was going on in in parts i would have been very confused but having seen the movie before sure i i understood what was happening plus that drive-in is where i saw the first two toby mcguire uh spider-man movies so it was like very it felt like i felt like i was home watching it there like when the movie came out in december i was like i wish i could see this at the drive-ins i got my chance Mm -hmm. so there you go. Over, nice. Overall, cool. I recommend the uh, the more fun stuff edition. It doesn't doesn't change the canon of the MCU. Uh, 
it, it's more fu- it is just more fun stuff and when it comes out on blu-ray i will be buying it so okay. i'll i'll stream it when it comes out yeah on, uh, disney plus yeah uh, it might be on netflix before that because i know morbius is on netflix now oh right <laughs> so yeah i told my wife that i'm like i know you really wanted to see this so you know it's on and she's like what no <laughs> I, I didn't want to see it then and i don't want to see it now <laughs> I, I I wish I I actually might be doing a, a watch party with that at some point, so that'd be that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. So all right, uh, so yeah, that's that's some of the Marvel news of stuff that we have seen. Let's talk about some things that we haven't seen. So this uh past weekend was the D twenty three Expo in Anaheim, and Marvel Studios announced a lot of stuff. But before we get into all of the Kevin Feige announcements, I want to talk about a few things that were just announced that I that are Marvel related and I think are fun to talk about. The first of which is a new um a new Black Panther Captain America game coming from Skydance New Media. Uh this is going to take place during World War II with uh uh rookie Steve Rogers and uh the grandfather of T'Challa, King Azuri as the Black Panther. Uh, fighting Hydra and Nazis. Um, have you seen anything about this? I have not. I'm looking it up. I'm playing the uh, I'm playing the uh, little trailer for it right now. So, the Skydance do a lot of games. Like I know them for I know them for movies, but I I think they're branching off into this. Uh, they announced the project last. October and they're also working on a Star Wars game. So I think they're branching out into this. I think it's uh, it's Sky Skydance New Media. Um part of what gets me excited for this is one of the writers on the game is Kevin Smith's co-host from Fat Man Beyond, Mark Bernardin, and he's been teasing a secret po- project he's been working on for one of the big studios and this is apparently it or at least one of them. And I, from listening from to him on that show for years, I really respect him as a writer. So I'm really interested to see what he brings to this game, uh, story wise. Yeah, I um, uh, I'm watching the trailer. The trailer looks pretty cool. I I have heard him uh, tease that over time. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to uh, that podcast a lot, and I I it's one of my one of my goals is to go. And, and like try to catch a live show sometime i think that would be really cool yeah i wish that they would do it at a new york comic-con like right but well, now you have that uh you have an even better option now that he owns that theater uh oh yeah you know i mean i know it's not in your neck of the woods but you're closer to it than i am i've got family but, in uh, jersey I'll, I'll just cash up crash on their couch yeah. uh yeah. So, uh, so this is the thing he's been teasing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, uh, that's exciting. I, I don't play a lot of Marvel games. I know like, you know, like this midnight suns thing is something they've been pushing for a long time. Um, and they've had a lot of other, uh, Marvel games and they all look cool, but I end up just like watching some of the cutscenes on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if it's good uh, and sky dance, that's just the most interesting part about it is that it's, it's from them so interesting yeah um i know you've Although been... i am playing spider-man i was gonna say I, uh, i'm not done with it it's been it's this is like the worst month for me to play a game because i'm busy but it, uh it is it is interesting that it's on my computer so i can just like literally grab the remote and be like let's play a little bit so yeah. i i am i am really enjoying it it's a it, good game it pleases me that to know that you are playing it with a controller so I, I was worried that you were there with a mouse and keyboard playing that game. I was like, I don't know how that oh, would work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I've been playing the uh, Avengers game that came out a few years ago here and there. Like whenever wow. I see they they uh, released a new character like Black Panther or Spider-Man, I'll, right. I'll go in and play the third to last new character they re- re- released because I want to play it in order so I know the story. Uh, so I'll eventually get around to playing all of that, but I'm still like on the first update. So, um, so yeah, that's one project outside of the MCU that was announced. Uh, there's some other Marvel adjacent stuff. Uh, there was a live performance of Rogers, the musical 
that number from Hawkeye they did live at D23 for the audience, which there's not not much news there. I just thought it was funny. Um, Because you can tell that they're absolutely just lip syncing the whole thing. So, but like, that's a cool thing to see when you're at D23. So I thought it was worth mentioning here. Uh, The other thing they announced was a few Disney parks things. They announced that the Hulk is going to be a meet up, like a meet and greet character. They built like a Hulk suit with hands that articulate and his face is covered by the quantum suit mask because they don't want to make him talk, I guess. Um, so that that's an interesting thing that came out of it. Um, and then they also announced, I didn't pull a picture for this. They also announced a new ride that's going to play into the multiverse and you're going to help the Avengers from all different universes fight a King Thanos, who is a Thanos from a universe where he won and it teases Captain America, um, Captain America, Captain Carter, America Chavez, like everyone's pretty much coming into this. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how that plays out at Avengers Campus. If I ever get to go to Avengers Campus. Uh, yeah, I saw the picture. He's got like a gray beard. Um, I mean, technically, our, you know, the main universe was the universe that he won and mm-hmm. he didn't become a king. He became a farmer and destroyed the, the things. So I think uh, it's a little more than just if he won, uh, but that's an interesting storyline, and and uh, the image is really cool. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'll have to add it in post. Uh, but yeah, um, so I think that's everything Marvel MCU adjacent. Let's get into the Marvel stuff in release order, is I think how I have it. So. Uh, first off is they announced Mar- Kevin Feige announced the special presentation of Werewolf by Night, which I think yeah. is one of the things that I am most excited about out of D23. I'm bummed about the release date, though. Um, so Werewolf by Night is a special presentation being released October 7th, directed by Michael Giacchino, which is one of my favorite film composers working today. Uh, he's stepping behind the camera and directing this uh, special uh, led by Gael Garcia Bernal um, and Laura Donnelly. Um, what do you know about Werewolf, Werewolf by Night? Uh in terms of like the property or yeah something? i mean I, I i know nothing i saw this trailer i was uh uber intrigued uh by it i mean i i think there was this uh, like a very flash like one second or half a second flash of like man thing in there mm-hmm. uh but otherwise i i am i am so outside of the lore on this thing yeah it looked interesting but i, I don't know anything about it yeah, me, I, I don't know much either. Um, based in Marvel comic lore, Jack Russell on his 18th birthday learned of his family's like uh, uh, family's uh, werewolf c- curse, which dates back to 1795. And every full moon transforms him into a powerful man wolf hybrid, possessing the enhanced strength, speed, stamina and agility, agility and reflexes. So it's pretty much just Marvel's Marvel's werewolf uh, in the comics. He uh has worked with uh, dr michael morbius johnny blaze who's ghostwriter Stephen strange tony stark jessica drew um mark specter so he, he's got a lot of ties to marvel stuff uh they tie it into man thing for this trailer the tva's in the trailer um i'm just excited to see what they're going to do with this special presentation um because i think this is probably how they're going to they're going to ticket the guardian special in the around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see what they're like. I, from a production standpoint, I'm excited to see what Michael Giacchino does as a director. Um, but I am intrigued by the whole concept of a short film from Marvel. That isn't a one shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll be interested to see like what, what 
all is in it. Um, I could have sworn, I'm trying to find it now, I could have sworn I heard a rumor that it wasn't initially as short of a film as it is going to end up being, that they cut it down a lot. Um, but I can't seem to find where I read that. So that could be that could be a rumor or not. Uh, but, you know, I'm interested. It was certainly something different. It was yeah. definitely one of the very few things that was announced um, for the first time at this D23. I think, uh, um, you know, before we get too deep into it, a, a lot of us came out of um, San Diego Comic-Con's panel thinking, oh, there was a lot of blank spaces up on that mm -hmm. screen. I assume they are waiting until D23 so that they can have an equally entertaining uh, panel at D23. Um, and there wasn't a lot of a big, there wasn't a lot of new announcements. There were updates on things that were announced last year. Uh, but this one was something that I was, I have, if it was previously talked about, I had no idea about it. And, uh, and it looks interesting. So I guess that's a testament to the brand that, uh, Marvel has developed that they can just come out with something this this different and this disconnected mm -hmm. and this just kind of out there and people be like, hell yeah, it's Marvel. It's going to be good. Yeah. I think there, I think this was a known secret from them because of the Giacchino directing. They just hadn't publicly said, this is when it's coming out. Um, okay. So it, it's, it's funny to me that they, they waited until less than a month ahead of time to announce it, but it's yeah. spooky. It's spooky season. So it makes sense. Um, sure. Sure. Yeah, so that's the next thing coming from Marvel Studios, uh, the week of New York Comic Con. So who knows? Maybe there's a maybe there's a premiere in New York City for this uh, that we can sneak maybe. our sneak maybe. our way into, or have uh, Captain Nostalgia himself reach out through his uh, press pre his press con connections and get us passes. There you um, go. There you go. Wishful thinking. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm just gonna will that into existence. We're gonna be at the premiere for Werewolf by Night. Um, Do it. Do it. All right. Uh, next on the on the docket is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which there wasn't really much new announced here. Uh, the cast came out with Ryan Coogler. Um, the, the, I think the biggest thing for Black Panther at D twenty three was Chadwick Boseman becoming a Disney legend in uh, that ceremony. There. Uh, that wasn't. I'm looking over the press release here. There wasn't really much news out of the. Uh, out they of... showed a. Uh, they showed a scene, um, that hasn't been released. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, yeah. Um, revealing that the international community is after the country's supply of vibranium in the wake of King T'Challa's death. Dora Milaje uh, aren't going to let it go easily. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit into the into the plot of the film that we didn't necessarily get from the trailer. Yeah. Uh, and there's been some speculation there about that storyline, because in the comics, that's the storyline where Shuri becomes a Black Panther. So we'll see what happens. And there's been there's been some some uh, pictures of toys uh, that oh, really? seem to suggest that Shuri, uh, Shuri is a Black Panther. I wouldn't be surprised if she is. Um I would be more surprised if she is permanently. I, I believe I, I have, uh, there's a theory out there that, you know, she might be for part of the, of the film. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. And then after that uh, is Marvel's secret invasion, which we actually got a trailer for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, they brought out on stage for logo for it. Yeah, yeah, they updated the logo for it. Um, uh, the image of Nick Fury with the white background has been everywhere, so that's what I pulled. Uh, and they brought out Don Sheetle of all people, to to talk about this a bit. Um, what did you think of the trailer? I really liked it. I really liked the trailer. Um, you know, it's, this is something that I've been interested in um, for a while. Um ever since Captain Marvel, because Captain Marvel uh, definitely gave us a different side of the scrolls than uh, than we've seen in the comics, and uh, Secret Invasion being so much about the scrolls 
ever since Captain Marvel, I'm like, man, if they do Secret Invasion, how are they going to do mm-hmm. it? And, um, I mean, I guess, you know, this kind of seems to hint that maybe there's a faction of Skrulls, or maybe the majority of Skrulls are doing one thing, and they're just the faction of Skrulls that we've met, um, that, that, uh, that, um, uh, Fury's been hanging out with are like the few good ones. I don't know, but yeah. it definitely looks interesting. It looks more spy esque. Um, it definitely gives me like um, uh, Winter Soldier vibes, and I'm here for it. I think it looks great. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had a Marvel property that isn't about superheroes. This is like, like no one in this is really going to have powers except for the scrolls. It's going to be a Nick Fury, a Mar- Maria Hill, and maybe some. Uh, some roadie but if you or someone you know is listening to this podcast right now and you're struggling with suicide addiction self-harm or depression we encourage you guys to please reach out this is the heartbeat of why we do what we do suicide is currently the 10th leading cause of death in the united states and as of this recording there are 132 suicides that take place each and every day on american soil And when you scale back internationally, there are 800,000 successful suicides. That is one death roughly every 40 seconds. So if you or someone you know is struggling, you guys can go to victimsandvillains.net forward slash hope. That resource is going to be right in the description wherever you guys are currently listening or streaming this. There you'll find resources that include the National Suicide Lifeline, which is 1-800-273-8255. You can also text HELP to 741-741. We also have a plethora of other resources, including churches, getting connected with counselors, LGBT resources like the Trevor Project, and also Veteran Hotline as well. Please, if you hear nothing else in the show, understand that you, yes, you listening to this right now, have value and worth. We get it. Suicide, depression, mental health, these are hard topics, and the stigma around them doesn't make it any easier. But please consider the resources right in the descriptions below, wherever you guys are listening, because, once again, you have value and you have worth. So please, stay with us. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's definitely a choice to see them center on Fury, you know, versus versus a superpowered character. And I do, I do like that. That you know that he's getting more of the spotlight. So yeah, yeah. that's it is cool. Yeah. And of course, we have Khaleesi in there. And uh, we've got, uh, what's her name from The Crown? Olivia so Coleman. Yeah, we've got, uh, we've got some significant you, you got uh, two queens new, in there. Actors. Yeah. That's right, two queens. Yeah. That's true. Good call. Um, uh, what did you think of it? Did I enjoyed it. Like, I, I'm excited for it. Like, I, I like the grounded tone of it um, for one of the, like, it's nice that the Marvel shows on Disney Plus all ha- seem to ha- be something different. 
like you start off with WandaVision, which is like a playoff of sitcoms. And now you're, and then you have like Moon Knight, which is like just a standard Marvel story. And then you have She-Hulk, which is like another sitcom type thing. This mm-hmm. just seems like the the spy thriller that Winter Soldier was, um, but with aliens. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what they do with the scrolls. I'm excited to see what other cameos we get in this. Because I don't think it's just going to be Rhodey. I think there's going to be some other people that pop in here and there. I would think so. I I just, you know, it has so much potential. It, mm-hmm. it has like a... You know, like think spy thriller in in the uh, body of this uh, or the invasion of the body snatchers type, uh, you know, universe. Or, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that there's a lot of ways that they could do this. And I think yeah. uh, the trailer gives me some good vibes. And anytime I see more Don Cheadle, I'm happy. I'm still waiting for them to officially uh, remind us that Armor Wars is still coming. They haven't talked about that in a couple of years, uh, but they haven't, I mean, they didn't bring that up at all, uh, in the panel at, uh, San Diego comic-con. They, br- I they, remember if I keep bringing it up. They did bring it up here. I don't have it pulled. Yeah, they did bring it up. Uh, cause that, I think that's part of the reason they had Don Cheadle out. Uh, okay. and I, I forgot to pull it. I heard that they announced that is going to tie into secret invasion, uh, okay. with his character. So, and they're billing, they're billing in, in secret, they're billing secret evasion as a crossover event series. So I, I, I think that means they're going to have a lot of characters crossover. I think I saw Martin Freeman in, in the trailer. Did you see him? I did see him. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I think there's going to be some, uh, Oh no, he got tired of watching. I guess so. Uh, and, uh, Martin Freeman is going to be a Black Panther too, uh, so it's good to see him uh, sprouting his wings and, and being in other properties as well. So, or yeah, the properties, other, other, you know, movies. So, mm-hmm. um, I like I like him a lot. I like him when they throw him in, and I'm interested to see. Uh, I've I've heard a lot of theories about who Khaleesi is. I've or I've heard people have a lot of theories. I've tried to avoid them because uh, i don't want to know what her character is but she yeah. looks like a badass and it's not a terminator movie so uh, i feel like she has a better chance of succeeding in this film or yeah. in this show so yeah yeah it's good all right uh and then following secret invasion they they did a little bit for ant-man in, in the wasp quantumania but nothing nothing much no n- real news there but there was some news from the Mar- the marvels uh event they showed a scene, I believe. Uh, they had the cast come out. So you had Brie Larson, Iman Villani, and Tayona Paris come out as and present the film. And they got to see the edited footage for their movie for the first time there. So there's like a video online of them all like giddy and excited that they got to see some of it. Um, but the big news that came out of this was Brie Larson was in an interview after the panel and somebody asked her if she was going to be coming back after this film as Carol Danvers. And she looked, looked at the guy deadpan and said, I don't know. Does anyone want me to come back? So, yeah, it was a variety (laughs) interview. And I mean, she looked like she was already tired and annoyed by the day. Like something, something had to have happened because she was definitely uh, tense. And I and I know it's not just that. I'm sh- I'm sure it's like uh, it's a daily thing where people shit on her on the internet uh, for this. And and just looking at the comments under like different posts of that video, mm-hmm. it was like fifty fifty. Like you know, I totally get it. And well, that bitch deserves to go. You know, so yeah. I've seen. I, I totally get why she uh, felt felt that way, but yeah, she was not uh, hiding that at all. She was clearly like a done done with the conversation and 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 didn't feel like putting on the mask of well, I hope so because I love the character. Yeah, blah blah blah. So I think I I hope that we see more of her because we haven't really seen much of her character because for most of Captain Marvel, she has amnesia and isn't herself. Um, so I'm excited to see what she, how she interacts with uh, Kamala and Monica Rambeau. Well, and, and then the next time we saw her, 
was in um in game and they clearly didn't know what to do with her so mm-hmm. they sent her off on a mission that they never talked about again i mean unless it's part of the marvels movie uh, I was watching like a breakdown on Endgame and I was like, oh, how did I miss this? But there was like this whole thing. Was, oh, there's earthquakes all across the world and there's earthquakes on other worlds. And she's like, I'm going to go check this out. And mm-hmm. then we don't see her through the rest of the film until she shows up at the end to help out with the battle. So that whole earthquake thing is either like a really soft lead in for her upcoming film or they just drop that and they just needed a reason to get her off planet and off screen for yeah. a while but i imagine with the right writers uh she could she could do fine she could do fine it's it's not her it's not her yeah uh, so uh, yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping she gets i'm hoping her character gets some redeeming writing in this new movie because um she she deserves it and she certainly doesn't deserve the flack she keeps getting that's not me simping for her that's just me admiring her previous work and knowing that uh the writing in captain marvel wasn't on par yeah um yeah so i I hope to see more of her i i'm excited for the marvels it comes out july 28th 2023 Mm -hmm. uh after that we had a presentation on echo the disney plus series starring aquala cox and vincent d'onofrio among others um Matt Murdock, uh, Charlie Cox. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm reading the article here. They have Cox quoted. I was like, wait, Charlie Cox wasn't part of this panel. Part of part of what I, what I wanted to talk about with this panel was after they, they uh, talked about Echo, Vincent D'Onofrio just stayed on the stage and Kevin Feige's like, uh, what's going on, man? Like, he's like, oh, are, are we going to talk about my show? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Charlie Cox came out and was like, you mean, you mean our show? And then, like, the crowd went wild, like, just Vincent D'Onofrio, like, just being Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, <laughs> That's great. Uh, was That's a lot of fun. Great. I'm excited for Echo. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see them flesh out Kingpin in the MCU now. Like, now that Kevin Feige's in, like, in charge of the character, I'm, I'm excited to see where he goes from Hawkeye into this show. Yeah, well, Echo... Um could be very uh beneficial for that uh mm-hmm. charlie cox was recently in an interview where they they asked him i'm sure for the billionth time is is daredevil born again technically season four and his answer was no it's season one uh it's it's new um and it's uh if you're gonna start something again start start new so he is pushing the narrative that it's it's 100 percent brand new and i think time will tell if that's true or if things will bleed over in terms of casting and yeah. themes from the original but if that's the case and they really are pushing for brand new just with some familiar faces then echo uh could be very beneficial to the character of fisk and showing kind of the origin in the in the mcu that they want to have for yeah him. Uh, versus the origin that we know so yeah i'll be interested in that i i have heard that with the with charlie cox's appearance on she hulk we will know whether or not the the net former netflix shows are canon or not so we'll, we'll we might have our answer beforehand um but yeah i'm excited for for echo um yeah anything else before oh. we move on uh no i'm excited for that i am i am so all right i know i think at one point i had suggested to you that echo was a fake show uh, yeah so it's not a fake show so i am intrigued i mean i think the impression was it was a fake show just to cover up that there's a daredevil show um yeah so now now it's not so we'll (laughs) we'll see how we'll see how good it is um and if it's more of a lead-in or if uh, Echo is uh, can can hold their own, and I, I did like the character. So um, as long as it doesn't feel as like a rushed, sloppy ending as Hawkeye was, I'll be interested in the show. So yeah. yeah. And then the one show from Marvel that gets a season two, or I guess the first one uh, to get a season two, Loki season two had a presentation with Tom Hiddleston, uh, Sophia De, De Martino, and Owen Wilson coming out. Uh, not much news here, but they did announce a new cast member 
uh, Ki-Hu Kwan, who was just in Everything Everywhere All at Once, but had, who yeah, I know yeah. as Short Round. And they, they didn't really talk much about Loki uh, season two too much. There wasn't really much news there. But the best thing to come out of this panel was the fact that uh, Short Round and Indiana Jones met up backstage and posed for a picture, uh, mm -hmm. which was the highlight of my weekend, just seeing them together. I'm sure Harrison Ford, sto Harrison Ford's stoned out of his mind and doesn't know what's going on. But it was nice to see them reunited. Yeah. Yeah, that was a cool picture. And uh, and that is neat that he's joining the cast. I I admittedly was not the, the biggest fan of everything everywhere at once. Mm -hmm. um, but I did like I did like him in it. So, um, yeah, um, I am interested to see how Loki season two will hit if it if it'll feel like its own thing if it'll feel like it's building up to something that we've been waiting for it to build up to that it has the most potential to build up to um uh but um it definitely left us on a cliffhanger so i'm excited to see where it goes yeah uh d martino said that she saw jonathan majors backstage and quipped on when they got outside i thought i killed that guy uh <laughs> so yeah. yeah i'm excited for it uh not much to go off of uh, from the panel, but yeah, it was worth it just for that mm -hmm. photo. Um, yeah. Then cool. we then we have Ironheart. Nothing much came out of this. They did announce Anthony Ramos from Hamilton and in the Heights will be playing the uh, the character at the Hood, who will be the main villain of the show. Who oh, I don't know much about. about. For a while. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it was rumored, but it was confirmed now. So, um, okay. yeah, nothing else there. I didn't realize. Uh, I didn't realize that Ryan Coogler was producing this. So I'm excited to see yeah. his involvement. Yeah. It, it makes a lot more sense with her being in Wakanda Forever that he's on board for the show too. So, right, right. Uh, we learned a little bit more about Daredevil, uh, Born Again. Mm -hmm. Um. They start production and next year. It has not year. started shooting. Yeah, yeah so. that's the big thing. I think because they were just working on Echo. So right, right. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing too new there. Um, there was some news, however, out of Captain America: New World Order, <coughs> which I, this is one of the two projects I think got a little bit shorthand, shortchanged at Comic Con because uh, they announced it, but they didn't really do. They didn't go into details about much. Um, so we have Anthony Mackie back as Sam Wilson and um, Carl Lumby or Carl Lumby playing played by um, or Carl Lumby returning as Isaiah Bradley, the uh, original Captain America that or the second Captain America we met in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Danny Ramirez is returning as uh, the new Falcon. And the news that caught me completely off guard, Tim Blake Nelson coming back as Dr. Samuel Stearns, a.k.a. the leader from The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. How crazy is that? I mean, I I, I didn't think we were going to get anything else from that movie except for The Abomination and She-Hulk. Um, I mean, they, you know, they just keep on pulling more things from it, so... Uh, now that we have the abomination uh, back on the scene, I don't see why not. Although I, I you know, I'll be interested to see what he looks like because they've definitely redesigned the abomination. Um, so I wonder what Tim Blake will look like now. I mean, I guess we didn't really get a full picture of him. We just got the the swelling, bubbly, swelly head. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see. And then. What what have you what have you been up to all this time as yeah. the leader and all that? Uh, he said in the panel, "We tease the leader, and fourteen short years later, promises fulfilled." <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Like, I, I it makes me think that Marvel's about to get the rights back to Hulk because I think the contract is up here soon with Universal. That since Universal hasn't done anything with him that they are getting the rights back to all of those characters. So it'll be interesting, interesting to see what comes out of that. 
Um, they're definitely building, aren't they? They're, they're, oh, yeah. they're building and building and building. And so, um, yeah, it's it's exciting. Yeah, they're getting... Um, I'll be... I'll be... I'll, I really... I, I don't like the name of Captain America New World Order. It's not... I mean, I don't know if that's based on a... Forgive me if that's based on an actual storyline. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the name. I do really want to see more of... Uh, Sam Wilson as Captain America, mm-hmm. um, more of of just the things that he faces, um, and and just more evolution to his character because I really really did like Captain America and the Winter Soldier, um, and um, and that whole show. Yeah, and uh, I yeah I'm excited to see what you know the next step for that character. Yeah, um, I don't think this is the title that's going to stick. I think this is going to be like Captain America Serpent Society. That's which, what I'm hoping. That's what I'm um, hoping. So we'll see what happens with that. This is still a, a little bit out. So, um, yeah. but speaking of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the uh, other sequel to that is also, was also d- dived into details wise. And that was the Thunderbolts, uh, which is, which had some surprises for me in the cast. I'm not going to lie. Um, they announced the the cast of the team of the Untu- uh, the uh, Thunderbolts. Uh, you've got Julia Louise Dreyfus as Valentina De Fontaine, which we kind of knew. Elena Belova. So Florence Pugh is coming back uh, and not working with Olivia Wilde again. Um, John Walker is us agent coming back. So Wyatt Russell is returning. Uh, Hannah, John Kamen as ghost from Ant-Man and the wasp. And then the two, two that surprised me for this lineup, uh, Sebastian Stan returning as Bucky Barnes and Mm -hmm. David Harbour returning as red guardian. Right. Right. Yeah. What do you think about that lineup? I I really did not expect to see Red Guardian again in the MCU. Um, I I'm excited. Like I'm excited to see. Like this is going to be a sequel to so many different stories. Uh, like you've got a lot of Black Widow in here, but you also have the dynamic between U.S. Agent and Winter Soldier. Uh, you have Ghost there from mm-hmm. Ant Man and the Wasp. So you could potentially bring in uh, Lawrence Fishburne again. I, I think that um, Zemo is going to end up being the, the villain in this that they have to fight, mm-hmm. but I'm really excited about this lineup. I like this a lot more than some of the other rosters I was seeing online. I, um, so I know Zemo is going to be a part of it. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people have even noticed that on Disney's website, the like the official URL for the announcement had Zemo in the URL, even mm-hmm. though he's not in the picture. I can't imagine him being the villain. Um, I think they, I think that, um, you know, while I enjoyed uh, Civil War, um, they that you know he was the villain in that, but a lot of people didn't walk away with, Oh my God, Zemo was just so yeah. uh, crazy as, you know, the, it was, it was more of the drama that he ensued, not that he was some mastermind villain. And then in Captain America and the winter soldier, um, he was there, but he was more like soft and he was dancing and he, he put on his face mask for, five seconds so they could use it in the trailer and then he took it back off uh, <laughs> and, and then you know him and him and winter soldier kind of like you know not really shook hands but kind of shook hands at the end and then you know moved on and i just I, the 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 work they would have to do to make him a villain like a full-fledged villain that these people would have to go up against i think is a lot more work than him just helping them out yeah. Somehow, so I can imagine him helping him out. But as far as the the lineup, I think it's interesting that with the exception of Ghost, they're all kind of the same. You know, like we yeah. got uh, Red I... Guardian, super strong man. You know, we got uh, U.S. Agent, super strong man. We get uh, we got Taskmaster, who I forgot, who I forgot to mention. 
yeah mi- uh, mimics kind of mimics everybody and, and can be well i guess taskmaster isn't super strong but mimics and then black widow so black widow and taskmaster kind of similar winter soldier being in there another super strong man um it, it is weird that he's in that lineup uh but yeah, I I I was thinking that the Thunderbolts would have a little more variety to them. I mean, they definitely have variety in personalities, but their power sets there's like there's like a couple oddballs, and the rest are just kind of the same. I, but um, I imagine I, it'll be less about their power sets and more about their personality. Oh clashes. yeah. But and I think getting three people with super strength in here that are gonna have conflicting personalities, like yeah. but. Bucky and U.S. Agent already don't like each other, so like you know, there's going to be some infighting going on here. So, but why would Bucky be there? I I don't get that. I don't get that. I, I don't either. Like I'm very curious to see the story of this because looking at this lineup, I want to know what brings this group of people together. Um, and, and I also is Black Widow still like cool with working for Valentina after she. I kind of, you know, manipulated her into going after Hawkeye. Is that still like a thing? I guess. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe her her uh, father has something to do with it. Like, I, I'm I'm excited to see them re- like together again because, for all we know, he wasn't snapped. So seeing them reconnect will be interesting. Um, and maybe we'll actually get some some uh, personality from Taskmaster Taskmaster because we didn't really get that in Black Widow. Uh, because she was being brain controlled, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this movie. Um, I'm glad it's not a Disney Plus show. I'm excited it's a movie. Um, oh, I totally missed that. It's a movie. Interesting. Yeah. I I totally missed that part of it. I could have swore it was a show. So it's a movie hitting theaters July twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. Okay, well. Um, you, you know what it's going to be compared to? It, I mean, yeah. it's going to be like, is, uh, is it going to fail as bad as the suicide as Suicide Squad did? The Suicide Squad was better, but yeah, um, it's going to be heavily compared to that, and uh, I'm sure it'll be better. But uh, the the to see the big the big thing it has going for it is it does not have Jared Leto's Joker. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if Morbius it, could be a part of this. Oh so man, Jared Leto could be. Uh, that maybe he's the secret part of the lineup. That yeah, and they well. they all have super strength, so they just beat him up. Uh, Can you imagine? Beat, beat him to a pulp. It's coming. Uh, it, it's coming. And and they don't actually get him on set. They just use the rest of the scene that they cut together for the post credit scene with Michael Keaton. They use the rest of that, and they just beat up a stunt guy and make yes. it Morbius. Uh, last thing that they talked about at D23, which I think was the biggest letdown of the expo for Marvel fans, was they announced the director for the Fantastic Four, but they did not announce any of the cast. Uh, Matt Shackman, who directed WandaVision, is returning to the MCU <laughs> to direct Fantastic Four, which I am excited I love- for. I'm excited for, and I'm a little bit upset about. Yeah. Well, first of all, he's he's announced uh now um who knows if he'll stick on because uh you know i've already lost one guy that was supposed to be in there for fantastic four uh helming it but i loved how (laughs) kevin feige was like and there he is uh (laughs) like in the audience we're not gonna bring him up on stage because we really don't have anything else to talk about or show but uh uh yeah that was that was kind of funny yeah um I am excited about it, though. I, I keep on saying I'm excited. I'm excited about all of this. I was like, I, I I was let down that there wasn't like a lot of new stuff, but um, it is you know how can you not be excited about even just the the briefest of confirmations that Fantastic Four is on the way? Yeah. So, I my my disappointment is he was set up to direct the Star Trek Four with Chris Pine and Zach Zachary Quinto. I know. Uh, I know. And now he's he stepped away to do this. So hopefully that film has finds another director, because um, I'm excited to see that. But I'm also excited to see what he does with the Fantastic Four. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. That we'll see. pretty much does it for D23 news from Marvel. Uh, was there anything else at D23 that you saw that caught your eye? 
Um, not for Marvel. I mean, oh, just the, just in general. Well, I mean, they they got some cool uh, Star Wars stuff along the way. We got a we got a Mando official trailer, mm -hmm. uh, uh, which you know I've been watching the uh, the non-official leak trailer on Twitter <laughs> for a while. That was fun. Um, Andor, I'm already excited for the new trailer they showed for Andor. I didn't think was a good trailer. Um, I didn't like the music. I didn't like the. It just was not structured as great as the last trailer was. So I, I haven't I super stoked for Andor. I'm so I'm I, stoked I, for I'm stoked for Andor too. I have not seen either of the last two trailers they put out because I'm just like I'm okay. I'm just all in. The, the last trailer, not this one, but the last one was like. Uh, I don't know if that was an STCC trailer or something, mm -hmm. whatever the last big trailer for, it was amazing. I was like jaw to the floor. I, I can't wait for that show. Um, they, they talked about Jude Law is going to be a part of a, of a, 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 I don't know if it's a movie or a show called skeleton crew in the star Wars universe. Was I think it's a show. I think it's a show. Okay. Um, they had trailer for tales of the Jedi, which is, a uh, uh, Clone Wars kind of spinoff mm -hmm. with just different stories each episode um, that looked fun. Of course, I don't. The Little I, Mermaid. Yeah. What? Go ahead. Go I ahead. don't. I don't know if seeing Ahsoka at Padme's funeral is something I would call fun, but it's better than Order sixty six again. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I I hope those are. I, I like I enjoyed watching that trailer, but I was also like, well, these are shorts. So yeah. like, am, am I seeing like three minutes of a five minute short or like what is the definition of short? Yeah. And um, so we'll see. Um, the mermaid, Little Mermaid trailer obviously made waves. Yes. Uh, <laughs> over the over the weekend. I see what you did there. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I don't know how you feel about that, but uh I'll just I'll just say this as as plainly as I can say it. Um, uh, elves, dwarves, mermaids are fictional creatures. So if you are upset that they are not white, I'm guessing that's bleeding over from some stuff that you feel about real characters. Mm -hmm. But if that's what's getting your uh, 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 if that's what's getting you pissed off about this. And I don't, I don't know what to tell you, man. As far as the trailer was concerned, it was the bare minimum of a teaser trailer. It showed next to nothing. I don't have high hopes for this. I loved The Little Mermaid as a kid. It's one mm -hmm. of my favorite movies. I don't have high hopes for this. It has nothing to do with what's her name, um, Holly Bailey, Holly Bailey, Haley Bailey. It has nothing to do with her. I think she could possibly be great in this. I'm just saying that the last few. Um, Live action remakes have been lackluster for me. So Pinocchio. <clears throat> I'm not incredibly <clears throat> excited about it, but I'm also not freaking the hell out just because a fictional creature happens to be black. That is just yeah mind blowing to me, but not not very surprising. When it comes to care like fictional characters, I don't think you like it shouldn't just be based on the look of the character. Uh, it should be based on talent. And I haven't seen the teaser clip. I've I I've seen her singing part of that world, and the clip what from what I've seen of just her singing that song. I was amazed by it. Like she she nails that song. So I'm really excited to like I'm excited to see what she does with that. But um, yeah I yeah I agree with everything you just said. <laughs> How would you guys like to help us get mental health resources into schools, conventions, and other events? Well, now you can. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash victims and villains for as little as $1 a month. You guys can help us get mental health resources into current and upcoming generations. Educate and break down stigma surrounding mental health, suicide, and depression. And you get exclusive content that you can't get anywhere else. And you guys can tell us which Nicolas Cage movie you want us to cover, and we'll do it. All it takes to get started is to go to patreon.com forward slash victims and villains, 
or simply click the link in the episode description wherever you guys are currently listening or streaming this episode. Pick your tier and get started today. Yes, it's that simple. So quickly select the tier that you want and help us get hope into the hands of the depressed and the suicidal today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I just feel like... That was the majority of the clip. The rest mm-hmm. of it was just a couple brief uh, glimpses at sea life. And yeah. what it made me feel was like, you know, the Lion King, the Lion King remake, it was fine, but it wasn't anything amazing to me. Like, it felt uh, they, they definitely went hard on the ultra-realistic looking uh, animals, and I feel like they're probably going to do the same thing for this with the with the oh, underwater life, uh, uh, sea life and everything. But um, that doesn't mean the movie's going to be great. They, I heard that we're going to have new songs in this, um, which is not the first time they've done that. Uh, they did that with Beauty and the Beast, and they did that with at least one other show. And I did like some of the new songs in Beauty and the Beast because they were good. There's a song that the Beast sings that reminded me of Phantom of the Opera vibes. It was just great. And so... I'm not saying that it can't be good. I'm just saying I have no hopes that it'll be good, mm-hmm. and I look forward to being proven wrong. Um, but it is 100% not based on the color of a fictional creature. Uh, so, uh, but we all knew this was coming. We've known yeah. this was this was coming for like two years. So it was just a matter of, you know, the people waiting at bay for the trailer to be released and then pouncing on it. So. And, and the good news is with this coming out, Disney is running out of animated classics to turn into live action. So <laughs> hope one day the trend will end. Um, well, they announced they announced Snow White right after this. So that's another that's another live action. Oh, yeah. Uh, and but then they're, they're, course, they're, run, they're running out. They're running out. So yeah, uh, until until they decide to do prequels or sequels like Mufasa. Oh, like yeah. Prequel to Lion King. Yeah. So, uh, are they running out, or are they just running out of base films? I really hope that the, the the trailer that they put out for the the Lion King prequel is just Whoopi Goldberg from the Lion King saying Mufasa, like just over and over again. Um, because yeah. if it's not, I'm going to make that a thing that is exists on the internet. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I just kind of I. I caught things as they dropped to like the disenchanted uh, trailer. Thought that looked fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were you a big fan of the enchanted movie. I liked it. I haven't gotten around to watching that trailer yet. Uh, I was busy all weekend when things were dropping. So I was like, Oh, I need to go through and watch all of this. And I only got through the Marvel stuff and the Mando mm-hmm. trailer. Um, I'm excited. I, I'm intrigued by that. Um, I'm intrigued by like why they're making these sequels for Disney plus and not theatrical. Um, but I'm sure there's a reason for it that will show in the films themselves. Um, well, yeah. And, and, and hopefully the reason is not because it's on the quality, uh, level of the Pinocchio movie. Cause that film, 
uh, was just uh, a whole pile of not great. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen the new Pinocchio? I, I have not. I need to go back and watch the original Pinocchio first. Uh, I've been on a Kevin. I, You're just gonna feel bad. It's been it's been forever since I've seen it. I and I always liked that one as a kid. Um, and I've been on a Kevin Smith kick lately, so I because of Clerks three. So I need to probably after this week I'll go through and watch Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Well, we still have uh, Guillermo del Toro's uh, Pinocchio coming out this year as well. Yeah. So I guess for all the people that said the Disney one wasn't dark enough, <laughs> just just wait. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure del Toro will get you fill you in. Oh yeah. Um, av- they talked a little bit about Avatar. Um, which I am sure will be will blow um, Little Mermaid out of the water. Oh, yeah. uh, with under underwater effects. I was kind of sad. I guess the only thing that I was looking for that uh, outside of Marvel that they didn't talk about was um, unless I missed it. They didn't talk about the Aliens show that's coming. They um, didn't. Twentieth century. And I was really hoping they would because I've seen a couple like concept pictures and I've heard some things and uh, I'm really. In, in, interested about that i thought they were going to drop something for that um that or an official announcement of season four of the orville which also did not happen yeah and so i was sad about that well i know that we we talked about this before we went started recording uh they're making a lot of announcements for new york comic-con and both yeah. of the both of the projects you just said seem like they're fit for new york comic-con so sure because I know the Orville's and been there awesome. in the past, so Warner Brothers Discovery has also said that they're going to be at New York Comic Con. So yeah. maybe, maybe uh, Disney, Marvel, Hulu are kind of holding some things back. Twentieth um, Century, all of them. I mean, they're all in the same banner. Maybe they're holding some stuff back for New York, uh, which yeah. would be cool. Yeah, because uh, yeah. we'll we'll be able to hear about it on the internet and see people reacting to it as they walk by. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's all. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's about all I've got. Um, Josh, where can people find you? You can find me at New York Comic Con uh, in the small press section, booth nineteen thirty seven, um, in October. Um, or you can find me online, um, fierce lit or fiercelitterature dot com um, is the website, and I'm sure my Twitter is on there and stuff like that. I'm around. Yeah. You can find yeah. me here. At the next time we talk about something Marvel related. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me, find me here next time we talk about something Marvel related. You can also find right. me on you, my show. You have to watch this podcast where each week me and my co-host make each other watch a movie. One of us has never seen before. And next week, if you tune in, Josh will be joining us uh, and having us watch the raid Two. Is it, is it next week it's, already? Yes. It is next week. Next yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. So, you have you have you done your homework yet? Have not, you watched the raid or the raid two yet? Not not yet. Um, Are you gonna I watch got, the raid? I am gonna watch the. It's the raid redemption, right? Well, that's the English yeah. title. Yeah, they they added it on for the U.S. But okay, that's yeah, just the, yeah. It's yeah, the gonna, raid. If you're cool, I'm gonna watch it. I've got a lot going on this week before that, so I I'm going to get to it. It might be Monday night before we record, but yes, I'm going to watch both of them. It'll be a lot of fun. You can also, you can find that my show. You have to watch this podcast on all major podcasting platforms or follow us on Instagram where we're doing a Disney related giveaway of a Hocus Pocus two poster. So go check that out. Uh, And until probably a month and a half from now, when she Hulk ends for victims of villains, we are your Marvel correspondents. I'm Alan. I'm Josh. And the words of Dr. Fraser crane, good mental health. (laughs) 